Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Why do people feel they can comment on other people's weight? Uh, Dublin Pride took place over the weekend and James O'Hagan, who's an activist, was marching in the parade. He actually spoke to Kira and Shane earlier this morning about his experience. Twice during the parade, individuals approached me to, I suppose, just make comments about my body, make comments about the, the fact that I am a fat man, that I'm a, a bigger person, um, for what was essentially just to ridicule me and to, I suppose, for the entertainment of their friends. And, you know, sadly, you know, I have a, a litany of examples going back years in every sort of place and setting of, of, of this kind of casual, sort of callous fat phobia that, that I've faced where, where people have, I suppose, felt free to either make comments about how they perceive my lifestyle to be, how they perceive my, my, my personality to be, or, or just sort of, you know, the, the regular old sort of fat jokes. And I know I'm not the only person who experiences that. And that's what I want to talk about today. Um, I want to hear from other people who have also experienced what James has because frequently when we chat about this on the show you'll hear people talking about the comments that they receive. Uh, I myself have you know, told my own experience of it. The comments you receive on Twitter, on Instagram, um, on Facebook Messenger, the messages you get. But in James's case, he's talking about people actually coming up to his face in public and uh, telling him what what they think, which is pretty incredible. But I want to hear your experience as well. 1800 453 is the number if you're happy to share that story with us on the programme today. Ashley is with us on the line. Ashley, is body shaming something that you've also experienced? Yeah, thanks very much for having me on. Mm. So I read the article that was on your website earlier and I have to say my heart absolutely goes out to James because yeah. I know exactly how he feels. Um, I share my, I've been on a weight loss journey. It's actually a year today where I started it. And in that year, I've lost 52 kgs, but I decided to share my story on TikTok and most recently on Instagram um, just to kind of try and help people who've been in that situation. But over the course of the year, some of the comments I got on some videos, private messages, absolutely disgusting. Things like, well, maybe if you didn't put your big fat hand, your big fat mate in the first place, you wouldn't be the size that you are. Um, like I was 22 stone and I'm five foot nine or five foot ten, so I was quite big when I when I was at my heaviest. Um, and I used to do like um weighted hula hooping lives, and people would come in and say, "Oh, look, the poor girl it's stuck on her; she can't get it off now." At the end of the day, someone is, whether they're overweight, underweight, they're dealing with something and that's bad enough for them to deal with it. But for someone to come on and body shame that person, whether it's in social media or in, in public, it is just mm. not acceptable. And I bet you anything that the people that are doing this are people who have never suffered with their weight before in their lives because you should always walk a mile in somebody's shoes before you judge. Nobody knows what James is going through, has gone through or will go through in his life. Nobody knows his situation. So for someone to go up to him in public and say that to him, it's absolutely disgusting and it shouldn't be happening. More needs to be done to stop these kind of things happening to people that are in the the, the weight loss or the, the weight community, if you know what I mean. Like pride is pride is a day where people in that community can go out and celebrate who they are and it should be a safe environment and they're going out and celebrating and then they're, they're, they're being spoken to like that. It's just not right. Something needs to be done about it. Ashley, in, in your experience, um, do you ever, do you respond to any of the, the comments that you get from people online? Um, at the beginning, I didn't because I was very new to social media. I built my platform up over the year um, and as my platform grows, the more 
comments I might get. I didn't respond at the beginning. I kind of just said, look, these people are keyboard warriors. They're not, they don't know me. I don't know them. Leave it alone. But I've started to respond lately um, because it's just getting to me like I'm trying to I'm trying to change my life. I'm trying to save my life by losing the weight. Obesity comes with a plethora of conditions and I'm trying to cure all them by doing this. So why would you come in on, on someone who is already very vulnerable sharing their journey? Like if anyone, uh, anyone has seen my TikToks, you'll see the videos I post, how big I was. And that's very hard for me to post. And um, so when I'm posting those videos and people are coming in like and saying nasty things, it kind of makes you take a step back and be like, well, maybe I shouldn't share this publicly. Maybe I shouldn't be so public about this. The only reason I am is because I want to help people. But if that's the, the, the abuse that I'm going to get, like, should I just stop? And at the end of the day, uh, you, mental health matters. You need to look after your mental health. I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to keep ignoring them because that's what trolls want. They want the attention. They want yeah. the airtime. They want you to, to publicise them. But I, I am sure it's very, it's very disheartening though, Ashley. It's yeah. it's heartbreaking, to be honest. Like I grew up like as a teenager, I had people calling me 10 ton Tessie, people saying there she blows 10 ton Tessie. Weight is not a new thing for me. It's I've had it for 20 years. Um, but when I'm trying to share my journey to show people that this can be done um, and to show support to people, other people coming in, it's really hard to deal with. Um, I think you have to be a very strong person to deal with online hate, um, especially when it comes to weight. But it's just a case of ignoring them and just you know, just not giving them the attention. But at the same time, something needs to be done to highlight this issue because it's not just online. Um, no. It's happening as well with Ozempic patients because I'm an Ozempic patient for weight loss and pharmacists are starting to look down on us for using it for weight loss. So this is a new issue now that's coming about with weight. It's like, oh, you're using it for weight loss. Oh, no, you're, I can't give it to you. Um, there's a lot of things, like uh, especially the thing that happens, James, it needs something needs to be done. This needs okay. to be highlighted so we can stop this happening again. Stay with us, Ashley. Um, yes. A couple of other callers getting in touch as well, and I want to hear other people's experience uh, too. And, and thanks, Ashley, for sharing. You know that because I know it is very, it's very personal um, to you and your story. Danny's on the line as well. Danny, what's what's your experience? You were listening to James earlier there. <coughs> yeah, yeah, I was listening to James. I was listening to Ashley there as well. And first of all, I say congratulations on her her weight loss journey. I, I could only aspire to, to that in the future. I, I hope myself. But um, I have a very similar experience in, in many ways. The only difference, I suppose, is from a social media point of view, um, I don't, and that's pretty much because I, I don't post pictures of myself. And if I do, I, 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 they'd be well cultivated and cropped pictures, you know, and I just don't want to risk that in many ways. And, like, I would have no problem with pictures of myself been online and uh, other people take pictures, but I constantly trying to get somebody to step in front of me to cover part of me and and, and stuff like that for the fear of um, <clears throat> not even people seeing it, people seeing it, and that comes kind of from what I would say is the things that have been said to me in the past. I've had things shouted at me walking down the street. I've had um, on nights out. Um, but none of them, <clears throat> none of them are as bad really as the looks you get, you know. Um, when you meet somebody you know, somebody you love, and somebody who supposedly cares for you, or whatever, and you know, a friend or a friend you haven't seen in a while, or a work colleague, or whatever it is. I know I wouldn't say any of my work colleagues um, would be nothing more than supportive. But I'm sure with other people it might happen. They, yeah, somebody. 
on the street, like just they'd look you from tip to toe. They'd look you up and down. And, you know, you know what they're thinking uh, without them even saying it. And it's it's very hurtful. Um, I, I have addictions the same as other people have addictions. I don't want to be this way. Um, I, I try hard. I fall down again. I try to pick myself back up again. Um, different reasons why people are obese and overweight. Lots of different reasons. And um, it's not that I want to be this way. I want to be a different way. But it's just the way you get looked up and down. And yeah, the things that get said to you are right, but it's sometimes more what doesn't get said. So even without uttering a word, yeah, no, the look. You, can, you, can, you can see it. I mean, um, you, you can see it when people, when you meet somebody after a while, you know, that you haven't seen in a while and you know, gained weight. And you can just see the, the, the eyes don't lie, you know, and they just, look you from tip to toe, you know exactly what they're thinking. I mean, I've had plenty of things said to me, but it's, it's, it's just, you know, straight away what they're thinking, you know. I mean, I suppose I should say them for not saying anything, and uh, sometimes you get people who want to be constructively uh, well-meaning, you know, and want to give you advice and stuff like that. And to be quite honest, uh, you know, you, you sometimes you just curl up then, and when you when you hear that, you know, I know this, I know how to lose weight, I, is this people, sorry, Danny, uh, this is people offering you their own advice on what they think yeah, you should do. Is that what you mean? Offering yeah. advice on what you should do. And they only mean well. I know, know, I, know um, I know. And they only mean well. But, you know, it's, you, you just, I, I know, I know how to lose weight. You know, um, I want to, but, and, and I'm trying, but, and, and I hopefully get there, you know, but it's, um, and I have four children, you know. I don't just want to lose weight for myself. Um, but people offer you advice yeah. and you you want to listen to them and take on their advice, but you, you get more frustrated with yourself, you know. Um, but really, it's, it's, the, it's the looks you get, even from strangers on the streets, the looks you get uh, up and down, tip to toe. And uh, I wear baggy clothes. I wear clothes that are too big for me everything to try and avoid that. See a text in from Keith as well. He says, fat shaming is so prevalent now, especially in social media. Happens to both guys and girls and at at any age as well. Bernadette is also joining us too, uh, Danny and Ashley. Um, What's your experience, Bernadette? Hi, and thanks for having me on first, Andrea. Um, Obviously, I'm part of the Irish Coalition for People Living with Obesity. I have lived with this since the age of three. I have faced every form of stigma that anybody can face. The names, the looks, you know, everything that Ashley and Danny have said. Um, I totally agree. But you see, for the most part, most of us still living with it don't realize what we live with. I mean, it's defined, obesity is defined as a chronic relapsing, multifactorial and neurobehavioral disease. So it's not that you choose to live with this. And most people still don't realize that, you know, when we speak about personal responsibility, for the most part, so many have tried everything, not realizing that they require medical interventions. And unfortunately, the treatments themselves can be just as stigmatized as living with obesity. Mm. Have um, you ever experienced anything like the, the comments that James and, and Ashley and Danny Oh, Absolutely. On? That's what I'm saying. From a very young age, I was called every single name. And I, 
to begin with, was an oversensitive child in the first place. And it actually makes you not want to go out in public. It makes you want to lock yourself away from the world. Because, you know, as Danny says, the looks, it doesn't have to be the words. You can tell from the looks. Um, And as, you know, Ashley says, kind of even when you're trying to do something, you are stigmatized. And this is awful like, you know, and when we think about the fact that so many children now are living with obesity and they face this from other children and from adults, which is awful like, you know, and I mean, they in every area of life, school, workplace, family, healthcare, society, and even the entertainment business is very stigmatizing when it comes to anybody living with weight. They're usually the butt of jokes. They're usually um, less intelligent not lovable, all these kind of things, you know. Nobody realises unless they live with this. Mm. Um, And that's why we do a lot of stigma talks at ICPO just to have people understand. And that includes healthcare students um, because coming from people who have lived with this, it's more impactful than kind of reading something in a book because we have experienced this our whole life. Why do people think it's okay? to joke about people's weight well, or in that? You know, as I said, it's now deemed a, um, a disease. With most other diseases, with any kind of disability, it's not okay to stigmatise or be biased against people or discriminate. But with obesity, because it's still seen by most of society, including people who live with it themselves and don't realise, um, as an issue of willpower, and lifestyle rather than actually this neurobehavioral disease that we and we're now living in an obesogenic environment. So when one meets the other, mm. you've got a big issue. And but people are still blamed for this disease. The the point, Ashley, that you made, you know, a few moments ago about documenting and sharing your journey and your your I hate that word journey, but you know your whole weight weight loss experience on on social media does in many ways does that nearly invite trolls to make negative comments? Do 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 do, do, do the people who comment and want to comment on people's weight do they do, do they see that as a sort of an invite to do it? Uh, it's a good question like my main profile was TikTok for the year um, I've only just set up on Instagram in the last week um, and the way TikTok works is you know it it categorizes your videos into like so mine was as epic or weight loss and it's on the FYP the For You page so anyone can see that especially as it's it's public a lot of people that are trolls are people that are bored no job sitting at home don't know what to do with themselves scrolling on TikTok oh here's someone I can I can you know attack I'm gonna do it People that probably are suffering with issues themselves and they just want to, you know, cause their own self-esteem. Yeah. And like they just want to cause trouble for someone. Like if these people were ever suffered with their weight before in their lives, they wouldn't comment. It's always the people that have never suffered with. um, And like Bernadette said, obesity is a chronic medical condition that requires treatment in some people. And you wouldn't judge someone for having any other condition that they need treatment for. So why is it always such a stigma around people that are overweight, especially when people are trying to do something to to counteract that and to change their lives? Why would you, like, it takes time out of your Mm. day to look at a video, to write out a comment and to post that comment. 
If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything say at all. Nothing Very at simple. All. Absolutely. Look, I want to hear other people's experience um, today. You've been listening to Ashley and Danny and Bernadette there. What, what's your experience of this? I mean, why do people think it's okay to joke about other people's weight? Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. Now, we were talking about fat shaming on the show a few moments ago and why people think it's okay to make comments and jokes about other people's weight. And we heard some personal account stories there from some listeners. Bernie, you were listening to our callers a little earlier. Um, What's your experience of this? Well, I've been living with obesity since I was about 10 year old. Um, So I've had it all my life and I'm now, I'll be 71 next month. And I do find that that, uh, through my life, particularly when I was younger and I would have been a lot shyer, people would feel that they could say whatever they like. Um, As I got older and I became more kind of assertive in myself, if somebody said something to me, I'd actually answer them back, you know. And I just kind of feel people are becoming increasingly unkind. And fat shaming, it also works the other way. They also shame people who are underweight, you know, feel that they can Mm -hmm. just say to them, are you anorexic or something, you know. At the end of the day, Every one of us wakes up and looks in the mirror every morning. We know what we're living with. We're living, and well, I've been living with obesity. And we know that. Nobody has to tell us that. So I'd like those people who who make those remarks and those comments, next time they think they're going to say something, to take a breath and look at the person and say, well, that person's looking at that body every single day. I don't have to tell them that they're big or that I think they're overweight. They're a decent human being. They're a human being on a journey like everybody else. Would you agree with that, Mary Jane? Oh, definitely. Like, I think from a human perspective, like, I don't understand why somebody would just go out of their way. I think it's a kind of a mental squalor, though. I think it makes people feel better about themselves if they run other people down. Um, and it's it's so strange and it's so insidious because you see now there's like far more plus size brands and way more fashionable clothes or more, more you know, more stylish clothes available for bigger bodies. And people are complaining about that as well. They're like, why are they making um, gym gear for fat people when fat people don't go to the gym? That's an absolute fallacy. I'm a size 18 and I go to the gym. I, I do personal training three times a week for my mental stability, you know, um, and because I enjoy it and I enjoy strength training and I don't understand why people have this mega mega like perception that fat people should sit at home eating crisps and not having a life and I think it's it really bothers people like it's definitely something in their mentality that's very very skewed like if I saw somebody who was six foot and gorgeous and you know like had the best body of Elle McPherson or whatever and she's living her best life, I'm actually really happy for that person. I'm really happy that they're happy in their body and that they're happy living their life. Like why, if you see someone who's maybe looking down and they're walking down the street and they're not confident, why would you try, why would you call, why would you call them fat or call them something mean? I I just don't understand it. I don't understand the psychology behind why somebody would do that. And like not wanting fat people to have clothes like I mean 
what is wrong with people? I, I don't understand it. We, we often talk about this in the context of the unwanted comments and commentary that you, you get on social media. And I suppose yeah. what, what I thought was really interesting about James's experience um, earlier this morning was that, I mean, this is people actually, you know, coming up to him in public, yeah. in front of a large crowd of people and offering their thoughts and opinions. Like, Have you experienced that, Mary Jane, face um, to face? Like, I suppose I'm, I live in a very social world like my job is very social and I think like in my younger years I, I did experience it a little bit but I think now people know me and they know that I'm a bit fierce and I, I just like I, I would have had it from kind of family like not my immediate brothers and sisters and mom and dad and stuff but from other kind of older family members and and trying to explain to them that I'm actually happy in my body it's very very strange like, it, it takes a different type of person to say it to somebody's face. And, like, what James experienced was certainly, like, a schoolyard thing where there was a group of guys and then one of them went up and said, oh, we like your outfit. And then all his friends are laughing, tee hee hee. What kind of person, what sort of, what sort of person would do that? I, I can't get my head around it. Mm-hmm. And saying it to somebody in person is worse because at least if somebody says it to you online, you have a minute to compose yourself and say, right, like, I, I get a Twitter's assessment. I get it the whole time on Twitter. Look at the stadium, blah, blah. And I also have some static work done. I get fillers and I Botox. So people, like, they go to town on me all the time about my looks. I don't care. And it, yeah. it, it's strange that people say to me, like, really don't, really don't you care? And I'm like, these people are living in mental squalor. You know, they're living in their mother's basement with a floral bedspread and, you know, their bedroom smells of dominoes and regret. I don't care what, what those types of people... But it's very hard. I've had to build that resilience and I haven't always had it. I, I want to read this message that has come in because it's, it's one of a few. Um, and I, I suppose it's a, a different angle uh, to this discussion. This listener says, I, I'm naturally slim and petite and people also pass comment. They assume I don't eat because I'm not overweight. Women normally pass bitchy comments. For instance, I'm often called skinny bitch. Men are worse though, are way more likely to pass comment and seem to think that I should try to change myself to suit their personal preference. I'm slim, not underweight by the way. This also even happens to me in work. I have a friend who has an eating disorder, but if people comment on her weight, it's concern for her health. Like, it is another angle to this story as well. Yeah. Oh, there, oh, there definitely is because now bigger bodies are slightly more normalised and they're more out there in the, the normal sphere, which we would have never seen before. And in the last, I suppose, seven to ten years, we see bigger bodies, we see plus size models. Then that makes people think, oh, that someone that has a naturally thin frame is, you know, what my mother would have called, my dad would have been like that, like a greyhound breed. You know, some people are just, their metabolism, their and they're perfectly healthy and they're they're perfectly fine. It's not okay to comment on a, on a slimmer person's body either. It really isn't. Because a lot of the time, like maybe, you know, they might have boobs and they might wish they had bigger boobs or they might wish they have a bigger bum or all those kind of things. Mm. You don't know what, what's going on mm-hmm. in anyone's head. So just, I think just don't comment. Just don't bother commenting at all. They don't need to comment on people's weight. I mean, this is the people, and it's fun. It's it's interesting because the the other side of the message is coming in. People think it's fine to comment on uh, somebody's weight if they're overweight, and yet they see no issue whatsoever. You know, um, in in commenting on on somebody who describes themselves as being slim or petite. Uh, James is with us as well. James, what's your experience of all of this? 
<laughs> well, just another uh, one to add to the, the bucket. Uh, when I go out at night with my friends and all that, you know, I don't drink. I'm the designated driver. I weigh 24 stone. I have big shoulders, but I've also got a very big belly. And every time there's a road stop, I'm pulled over and breathalyzed. Because they look at me and they go, oh, we've got one here. And it's without exception. It's absolutely hilarious. I got to a signal, they told me and they say, we are drinking. And I said, oh, yeah, I've had loads. Which I did. Minerals. You know, I'd be drinking Diet Coke or, or a Fanta Orange or something. I'd be drinking in, in the pub with, with the boys. You know, there's all oh, you have to go to the car now, we have to breathalyze and all that. And this, it's, oh God, it's nearly a weekend in occurrence. It's absolutely hilarious, you know. What gets me more trouble is the rest of the fellas in the car will be all laughing and having a great crack about it, you know. <laughs> Which annoys the guards then. I'm always trying to get the, the breathalyzer off the guards as well then. So can I have the breathalyzer on it? Prove every I'm not drinking, you know, because when I get the road forward or I meet another road stop, when they stop me, I say, Yeah, that's the one I just done. But is that not just ra- random um, no, checkpoints you're talking about? No, you know what? I pull up in the can, I have a big belly. I'm not going to deny that, you know, and as soon as they see it, oh, he's a drinker. Okay. Automatically assuming it, I'm a drinker. I've been breathless so much, I think I could start blowing up balloons for the, for the circus. Yeah, now, the funniest one I ever had was. When I was in Iowa in America, uh, I was getting a, a plane hop to another little airport, and I came to this big the, the checkout. And you want to have the big scales on it? And she said, "Right, put your bag up there." So I put my bag up there, and she weighed it, and then I took the bag off, and she was like, "No, you get up there." I says, "What?" She says, "No, you have to get on the thing because we have to balance out the weight in the plane." Now, granted, it was a small plane; there was only six of us on it, but they had to weigh me so they could balance out the plane. That was and one this of the funniest was, thing I've ever had. Yeah, that was this, in I, I, I the USA. Yes. Yeah, the, it's the and and in front of people as well. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, in fairness, they didn't weigh the, the kind of my guy that was behind the big the big hat on. on they, they, they did weigh him as well, you know. So I didn't feel too bad mm. after that. But I just thought it was so funny. I know, yeah. I know. Oh, I know. And yeah. Of course, I get all the other comments as well. You know, nothing runs in your family. You know. You know, this kind of thing. People just feel they can say what they like. Oh, yeah, I just answer what I can maybe in what that's where it's at, you know. Some of the other messages in on this, Cahill has got in contact to say, unfortunately, it's a socially constructed issue. Just look at one of the so-called most popular shows, yeah, on television, Love Island. You never see um, uh, overweight or heavier contestants on the show, and that's what our young people are aspiring to, says Cahill. Uh, another question, a question for the girls, though. Is it OK to approach somebody in the street and give them a compliment? If so, what's the difference? The only difference, I think, is how the person receives it asks this texter Mary Jane. Are you still there, Mary Jane? Yeah, I am. But like yeah. and look, I I I equally don't really want somebody coming up <laughs> now look, giving me a compliment or whatever. It's not like the person obviously doesn't understand like coming up and being negative to somebody you don't know. Like I'll often say to someone, Oh your sunglasses are lovely if I pass them on the street or I'll often say to someone in the queue if I was getting a coffee, Oh your perfume's nice or whatever like I like I'd often give somebody a compliment kind of based on something, you know, like innocuous, I suppose. But like going up to somebody and saying, Oh, I like your outfit, ha 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 that's not a compliment, like and it's 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 not okay. And the fact that people are messaging in makes me worried for society that 
that think that this is an appropriate way. And you see, the problem is, as well, Andrea, that people, fat people are perceived as being jolly or fun or jovial and ha ha ha, you should take it in your stride. Mm. Absolutely. Well, that's not the half of them, Mary Jane, if you, if you, you know, if you can summarise from, from what I have read, like, you know, there's, there's a whole host of other messages here as well. For instance, this listener, and they just make the point, and this is one of quite a few, actually. um, Fat shaming has a place in society, says this texter. I used to be very overweight and other people's words and stares are what helped me to change my way. I think it's no different to stigmatising smokers, says this listener. Chris says, if you can't say something nice, yeah, don't say anything at all. Respect costs nothing at all, according to Chris. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.